You're listening to CAC Radio, Eastern Kentucky's best internet radio station. Do you have a home church? Are you looking for a place that you can bring your family and receive love and encouragement? Then welcome to Cornerstone Apostolic Church, where you'll find a safe place for you and your family, a place where praise and worship is encouraged and the preaching and teaching of God's Word is anointed and fulfilling. No matter where you are on your journey in life or your journey with the Lord, you'll find what you're looking for at Cornerstone Apostolic Church. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the Spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services. Welcome to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to q95fm.net whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's q95fm.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I. Our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic. And Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast. The Phelps campus at CAC Phelps. The Pikeville campus at Pike UPC. And you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org. 
or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast. Just a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style, as we bring you the broadcast today. We hope this finds you and your family doing well, as we uh, want to always remember to give the Lord thanks and honor for what he has done in our lives. Well, it is a Tuesday, going to be a Tuesday all day long. And speaking of Tuesdays, it is going to be online Bible study tonight at Pikeville Apostolic Church. So you do not want to miss out on that. I'll be teaching tonight. And so uh, make sure that you join us tonight. And that is at 730. So keep that in mind, 730. And then uh, let's see what else we got coming up. Well, we got to make our announcements, of course, and uh, we want to remind everyone that our Christmas program at CAC is coming up. If you want to be in it, help with it, uh, set up, uh, pack up, carry in, carry out, whatever needs to be done, then go ahead and get with Sister Pam Bartley, and uh, the sign-up sheet is on the back podium of the church. Also, CAC, we had our homecoming services, and it was a great time. So now the next thing on the list is looking at CAC Trunk or Treat. That's right. Trunk or Treat's coming up Tuesday, October the 31st, 6 to 8 p.m. No, we're not celebrating Halloween. We're trying to witness to our community, so we're trying to uh, do our best to um, uh, dress in biblical themes and present some biblical themes in our trunk as we let the kids have a good, safe environment to just come instead of being out and about on that night. We celebrate Jesus on that night. Others may celebrate evil, but we celebrate Jesus. And uh, so CAC Harvest Time Crusade is also coming up Friday, November the 17th, 7 p.m., Brother Buddy Puckett. Saturday, November the 18th, 7 p.m., Brother James Chesser. And Sunday, November the 19th, 11 a.m., Brother Michael Moppin, and there is a dinner following. That's right. So uh, you do not want to miss those services coming up Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, November the 17th, 18th, and 19th, and that's 7 p.m. nightly and 11 a.m. on Sunday. Also, CAC Daily ICAST 10th Anniversary. That's right. Yes, folks, we are. Having our 10th anniversary, we're going to celebrate it online, and that is going to be Tuesday, December the 5th. We started back in 2013, and uh, yeah, so we're going to be celebrating on Tuesday, December the 5th, and that's uh, when we started Monday through Friday right here. We was uh, broadcasting the church services way before that, but uh, we just got... uh, Some folks in the church had different work schedules and all that and couldn't be there for Wednesday night, and some couldn't be there for Sunday. So we started giving them church Monday through Friday. That's why it's a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style. So that'll be Tuesday, December the 5th, that we will celebrate our 10th anniversary service right here. And it is because of you folks who are watching. So thank you for being a part of this broadcast. 
Also, our Christmas program this year will be Sunday, December the 10th at 6 p.m. And CAC New Year's Eve celebration Sunday, December 31st, 9 p.m. to midnight. That rounds, rounds out the year. And then, of course, we have our prayer requests, and you see a list of uh, names on that uh, list that keeps growing. And uh, we have over 67 uh, names, over 67 names. Some uh, names are uh, combined, uh, like uh, we'll mention just the last 10 of these. Uh, Mary Kinder, Keisha Dotson, Christopher Dotson, Cody and Macy DeBarge, Mary Cox, Jerry Cox, William Parrish, uh, Nora Bryant, uh, Donnie Reagan and family, and also Mark and Angie Smith. Let's remember all of these. And if you have a prayer request or praise support, well, you can uh, call in the prayer line at 606-282-4108, or you can send those to prayer at Cornerstone Apostolic. Dot org or CAC Daily at CACphelps.org. And uh, while you say let's go to the Lord in prayer, you can put it in the comment section or the chat room also. Let's pray not only for the broadcast, but for these folks today. Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to utilize this platform to teach your word. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty, miraculous way for each and every one that has a need. Each and every one who's watching today, go into their homes, Lord. Bless them and their families and let them see that if they will serve you all the days of their life, that you will take care of them all the days of their life. I pray, Lord, that you would just move in a mighty way for the broadcast today, that we will utilize this platform in a wise way, and we'll be able to expound the word fully, rightly dividing the word of truth, fellowshipping with your people all across the U.S. and around the world. Thank you, Lord, for allowing us to have the technology and the ability to do this. And Lord, we're going to give you the praise, the honor, and the glory, for it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen. Amen. Well, I am so glad that you are here. We used to sing that song back in the day when uh, church would start. Uh, somebody would get up and they would say, well, I'm so glad you're here. So glad you're here. So glad you're here in Jesus' name. Well, I'm so glad you're here. So glad you're here. So glad you're here in Jesus' name. Gonna sing while we're here. Oh yeah, it goes on. That song that's one of them songs that goes on forever. You can you can sing while you're here, shout while you're here, praise while you're here, love while you're here. Uh, you know, um just anything you want to throw in there other than the kitchen sink, and you can sing about it. But we're glad that you've joined us today, and it is a Tuesday and looking outside my window pane. Well, let's see what the weather's looking like today. I didn't even had a phone call earlier this morning from one of my preacher friends, and I wanted to talk to him, and I just got a little bit of a sidetrack from uh, <laughs> from getting everything up and running. But uh, let's see if I can do this. Uh, so here we go. Let's see. Uh, the, uh, high for today. Look at that. The high today is going to be 76, but it's currently 42 degrees. <laughs> yeah. It's a cool, cool morning. 
but it's going to turn out to be a nice day, warm with plenty of sunshine, a nice afternoon for outdoor activities. And then look at there on Wednesday, 77 degrees. And then on Thursday, 76. Friday, 76. Saturday, look at there, close to 80. Sunday, 75. Increasing amount of sun. That's what we like. Oh, but look at Monday. What happened there? Look at Tuesday. What happened there? Oh, look at that little snowflake in that, in that, uh, uh, Oh man, let, let me let me do something right here because this is um, this is just something that just popped up recently, uh, right there. You see that? That means mostly cloudy and cooler with a couple of showers, perhaps, perhaps mixed with snow. I know, I know. I agree. Oh, I agree. But you know that's unfortunately. That's the way it is. We are approaching winter. <laughs> so there you have it. That's what the weather looks like. Of course, looking at our little corner of the world on the um, on the map, uh, nothing's going on right here is where we're located at. But uh, everything seems to be to our west and to our southwest. And uh, so hopefully uh, nothing going to happen until it happens. You know, that's the best way to let things happen. Nothing needs to happen until it happens. And then when it happens, you know it happened. <laughs> I was I was listening to somebody last night, some some person that was trying to explain something. It was on a little uh, YouTube, I guess, video. And uh, they were uh, talking. They said, well, you know, if you, if you do something, then the something you do is already done because you've done something and uh, just kept talking like that. And I thought, boy, that sounds like the speechwriter of some people in political power I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. But yeah, process of time. <laughs> Forgive me. Bear with me, as Paul said, I think it was Paul, bear with me in my folly. So, yeah, nothing wrong with being happy. Nothing wrong with having laughter. In fact, a merry heart does good like a medicine. So a uh, merry heart is a heart that laughs and, and smiles, and, and uh, it does you good. You know, they said that people that are sad and depressed have other sicknesses develop, have other sicknesses develop, uh, real sicknesses, not just in their mind, but I mean, uh, some develop, uh, uh, I think they said cancer and tumors and all this other, because they're depressed and that depression just makes them uh, shut down and, and they need to have that medicine of the heart. Oh man, that, that'll preach, medicine of the heart, a merry heart. Doth, doeth good like a medicine. Medicine of the heart. I'm writing that down because that's coming to a pulpit near you. <laughs> okay, medicine of the heart. You'll hear that sometime at CAC or PAC. Never know. But anyway, glad you've joined us today. 
I'm going to get out of here and uh, start our Bible reading. We're reading our way through the Old Testament. We're in 1 Kings chapter 1, verse number 14. Let's see if we can't get started today and have a great broadcast and great teaching coming up at the bottom of the hour. 1 Kings chapter 14. At that time, Abijah the son of Jeroboam fell sick. And Jeroboam said to his wife, Arise, I pray thee, and disguise thyself that thou be not known to be the wife of Jeroboam, and get thee to Shiloh. Behold, there is Ahijah the prophet, which told me that I should be king over this people. And take with thee ten loaves and cracknels and a cruise of honey, and go to him. He shall tell thee what shall become of the child. And Jeroboam's wife did so, and arose, and went to Shiloh, and came to the house of Ahijah. But Ahijah could not see, for his eyes were set by reason of his age. And the Lord said unto Ahijah, Behold, the wife of Jeroboam cometh to ask a thing of thee for her son, for he is sick. Thus and thus shalt thou say unto her, For it shall be when she cometh in, that she shall feign herself to be another woman. And it was so, when Ahijah heard the sound of her feet as she came in at the door, that he said, Come in, thou wife of Jeroboam. Why feignest thou thyself to be another? For I am sent to thee with heavy tidings. Go, tell Jeroboam, thus saith the Lord God of Israel. For as much as I exalted thee from among the people, and made thee prince over my people Israel, and rent the kingdom away from the house of David, and gave it thee, and yet thou hast not been as my servant David, who kept my commandments, and who followed me with all his heart, to do that only which was right in mine eyes, but hast done evil above all that were before thee. For thou hast gone and made thee other gods and molten images to provoke me to anger, and hast cast me behind thy back. Therefore, behold, I will bring evil upon the house of Jeroboam, and will cut off from Jeroboam him that pisseth against the wall, and him that is shut up and left in Israel, and will take away the remnant of the house of Jeroboam, as a man taketh away dung, till it be all gone. Him that dieth of Jeroboam in the city shall the dogs eat, and him that dieth in the field shall the fowls of the air eat. For the Lord hath spoken it. Arise thou therefore, get thee to thine own house, and when thy feet enter into the city, the child shall die. And all Israel shall mourn for him and bury him, for he only of Jeroboam shall come to the grave, because in him there is found some good thing toward the Lord God of Israel in the house of Jeroboam. Moreover, the Lord shall raise him up, a king over Israel, who shall cut off the house of Jeroboam that day. But what even now? 
For the Lord shall smite Israel as a reed is shaken in the water, and he shall root up Israel out of this good land which he gave to their fathers, and shall scatter them beyond the river, because they have made their groves, provoking the Lord to anger. And he shall give Israel up because of the sins of Jeroboam, who did sin and who made Israel to sin. And Jeroboam's wife arose and departed and came to Tirzah. And when she came to the threshold of the door, the child died. And they buried him, and all Israel mourned for him according to the word of the Lord, which he spake by the hand of his servant Ahijah the prophet. And the rest of the acts of Jeroboam, how he warred and how he reigned, behold, they are written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. And the days which Jeroboam reigned were two and twenty years, and he slept with his fathers. And Nadab his son reigned in his stead. And Rehoboam the son of Solomon reigned in Judah. Rehoboam was forty and one years old when he began to reign, and he reigned seventeen years in Jerusalem, the city which the Lord did choose out of all the tribes of Israel to put his name there. And his mother's name was Naamah an Ammonitus. And Judah did evil in the sight of the Lord, and they provoked him to jealousy with their sins which they had committed above all that their fathers had done. For they also built them high places and images and groves on every high hill and under every green tree. And there were also sodomites in the land, and they did according to all the abominations of the nations which the Lord cast out before the children of Israel. And it came to pass in the fifth year of King Rehoboam that Shishak king of Egypt came up against Jerusalem. And he took away the treasures of the house of the Lord and the treasures of the king's house. He even took away all. And he took away all the shields of gold which Solomon had made. And King Rehoboam made in their stead brazen shields, and committed them under the hands of the chief of the guard, which kept the door of the king's house. And it was so, when the king went into the house of the Lord, that the guard bare them and brought them back into the guard chamber. Now the rest of the acts of Rehoboam and all that he did, are they not written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? And there was war between Rehoboam and Jeroboam all their days. And Rehoboam slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in the city of David. And his mother's name was Naamah and Ammonitus. And Abijam his son reigned in his stead. about 10.20 in the a.m. here in East Kentucky. Sun shining outside. Beautiful day in the neighborhood. Going to be a nice day today. If you want to get out and do something after the broadcast, it's going to be 76 degrees, but currently it is 50 degrees outside. Well, it's time for us to do this. Have you got a minute? Well, of course you do. Well, you got time for 60 seconds with the pastor. Praise the Lord, everybody. I'm Richard D. McKinney, and welcome to another 60 seconds with the pastor. Proverbs 18 and 10 says, The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runneth into it and is safe. 
Have you ever had to run for shelter from a storm? Maybe a rainstorm was coming and you were outside doing yard work and you had to run inside and take shelter from the pouring rain. Well, we face many storms in our life, some natural and some spiritual, and both require shelter. Life is full of storms, and we have a shelter that is strong. The name of the Lord is a strong tower, so let's find shelter in His name. On Christ the solid rock I stand, all other ground is sinking sand. That is 60 Seconds with the Pastor. Of course, if you got a minute, then you got time for 60 Seconds with the Pastor. And now let's see if we can't squeeze in and get on time with all of our uh, our schedule today. So here we go. Let's get uh, this in. Of course, we like for you to have a little more knowledge than what you got in the Word or put your thinking cap on. So here we go with the CAC Daily iCast Trivia Question of the Day. CAC Radio. Join us Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Woo-wee! That's some mighty fine internet radio. What time is it? i tell you what time it's it is. It's time for another CAC Trivia Question of the Day. CAC Trivia Question of the Day is brought to you by Cornerstone Apostolic Church and the Apostolic Voice of Phelps Radio and Television Broadcast. The radio broadcast is heard every Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. on WQHYFM 95.5 out of Prestonsburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net and click on the Listen Live link Sunday mornings at 9.30 a.m. whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also watch the Apostolic Voice Phelps television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW. That's WQCW-TV. And you can also watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. Well, today's trivia question is this. Give another name for the comforter. Give another name for the comforter. All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And it's a multiple choice question. So you got a one in three chance, which is 33.33333333% chance of getting it right. That's right. So uh, just go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. And we'll have the results of that on tomorrow's broadcast. And speaking of results, it's we do have the results of yesterday's trivia question. Well, yesterday's trivia question was simply this. Um... What book of the Bible was sent as a letter to seven churches? And out of those that participated, it looks like that 100% of you got it correct. So we'll give you a hand. 
And uh, 100% of you got it correct with the correct answer. The book of Revelation, of course, sent as a letter to the seven churches. So the book of Revelation, again, we're studying in the book of Revelation in our studies, and it is the revealing of Jesus Christ, the revelation of Jesus Christ. So it's not uh, so much about knowing what's coming on the earth, we need to just know who Jesus is, and then it don't matter what comes on the earth, right? If you're serving Jesus, it does not matter. Oh, I, I got to put that in. It does not matter what comes upon this earth uh, as long as you are serving Jesus. You know why? Because there's a lot of instances in the Word of God that we read where Jesus was on the boat, they're sailing through a storm. Storm ain't going to sink the boat with Jesus in it. Uh, there was times that they was uh, in crowded mobs, and they uh, wanted to throw Jesus out of the city, and they just passed right through. So, you know, nothing, nothing is going to happen that you can't go through as long as you got Jesus on your side. There you go. So... It doesn't matter what comes upon this earth. We're studying Revelation. We're studying the events. But we always want to point out we're studying Jesus Christ. Amen. That's what the book is about. Well, let's see what else we can get into here. Uh, we like to look at see what the Commonwealth Minute has. And uh, this is the last day as uh, as it is uh, today's 60 seconds, uh, Commonwealth Minute, last day to request absentee ballots. So let's just see what happens here as we listen to the Commonwealth Minute with Richard Nelson. Welcome to the Commonwealth Minute. Here's your host, Richard Nelson. Today is the last day to request an absentee ballot. Now, this isn't to be confused with voting by mail, as was available during the COVID shutdown. But rather, absentee balloting has been in place for many years. It's for people who have health and medical issues, or who will be traveling, or have a conflict with work and cannot make it to the polls on Election Day. If for some reason you cannot vote on November the 7th, or during early voting between November the 2nd and 4th, then you can request an absentee ballot by noon today. You can request this absentee ballot through the Secretary of State's website. That's sos.ky.gov. The election is just two weeks away, so please make sure you request a ballot if you cannot make it to the polls. And then, when you get out and vote on November the 7th, get out and vote and vote your values. Find us on Facebook and Twitter at cpc for kentucky and on the web at commonwealthpolicycenter.org. And that is the Commonwealth Minute. I always tell people to vote the Bible. That, that's your morals, your your uh, right and wrong. Don't don't vote the way the world votes. If you're going to vote, vote biblically. There you go. Well, let's see what else we got here. Uh, I think we got everything squeezed in. But you know, we get about two hundred episodes per year, and uh, this is episode number one hundred and sixty-eight uh, that we're going through today. And uh, But look at the day of the year. It's the 297th day of the year. So uh, it's going to be close of getting that 200 in by 365 days 
when it comes to the end of the year. But the 10th anniversary, we should have over 2,100 episodes in by then. That's a lot of episodes. And we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about our beginning. We're going to talk about how we got started, what's happened, what is still happening. And uh, we want to uh, just remind everyone of why we do what we do Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Well, it is time for us to take our little break. And the reason we take a break, we got to clear up the lags so that we can record our teaching sessions, put them on the archives. So people can watch them on their own time. So don't touch that any key. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. to a little bit of church every day. Home Bible study, 21st century style. CAC Daily iCast is aired Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Simply go to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link. You can join us for our radio broadcast Sundays at 9.30 a.m. on WQHY-FM 95.5 out of Prestonburg, Kentucky. You can also go to Q95FM.net, whether you live on the East Coast, West Coast, or around the world. That's Q95FM.net. You can also catch the television broadcast Sundays at 10 a.m. on the Tri-State CW, that's WQCW-TV. And you can watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 p.m. on Mountaintop Media TV. And if you don't get those cable channels or satellite service, you can still watch us Sundays at 2 and 2.30 simply by going to mountaintopmedia.com. You can follow CAC Daily iCast on Facebook at CAC Daily. Follow our Phelps campus at CAC Phelps I, our Pikeville campus at Pikeville Apostolic, and Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. We're also on Twitter at CAC Daily iCast the Phelps campus at CAC Phelps, the Pikeville campus at Pike UPC, and you can connect with Pastor McKinney at Pastor RDM. You can call in and leave your prayer requests and praise reports at 606-282-4108 or email those prayer requests and praise reports to cacdaily at cacphelps.org or cacdaily at cornerstoneapostolic.org. Let's now join Pastor McKinney as he takes us through another study in the Word. Praise the Lord, everybody, and welcome to another CAC Daily iCast, just a little bit of church every day, home Bible study, 21st century style, as we bring you a little bit of uh, information, and hopefully the Lord will bring some inspiration and revelation. When the 18th year of King Jeroboam, the son of Nebat, um, Grab on to uh, uh, the uh, the understanding of the Word of God as we study the Word today. Well, as you can see, Perry Mason has decided to make an appearance, and uh, I'm pretty sure that he is uh, he is uh, messing my my stuff up uh, by stepping on the keypad. But uh, nevertheless, uh, we are going to jump right into the word of the Lord. And uh, we are going to uh, start 
today in verse number four. That's where we left off yesterday studying. So let's go to verse number four of Revelation chapter seven. And it begins to say, And I heard the number of them which were sealed, and there were sealed a hundred and forty and four thousand of all the tribes of the children of Israel. Of the tribe of Judah were sealed twelve thousand. Of the tribe of Reuben were sealed twelve thousand. Of the tribe of Gad were sealed twelve thousand. Of the tribe of Asher uh, were sealed twelve thousand. Of the tribe of Nephilim were sealed twelve thousand. Of the tribe of Manasses were sealed twelve thousand. Of the tribe of Simeon were sealed twelve thousand. Of the tribe of Levi were sealed. 12,000 of the tribe of Issachar were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Zebulun were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Joseph were sealed 12,000 of the tribe of Benjamin were sealed 12,000 after this I beheld and lo a great multitude which no man could number of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb, clothed with white robes and palms in their hands, and cried with a loud voice, saying, Salvation to our God, which sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb. So we want to stop right there as we um, go to the Lord in prayer, and we're studying our way through the book of Revelation, and I just want to preface uh, a little bit after our prayer of why we're studying the way we're studying, and some things we will be able to explain fully. Some things we'll just have to take the Word of God at its face value. So uh, let's uh, let's just go to the Lord in prayer and ask Him to move in a mighty way in the study today. Lord, we come before your presence, and we thank you for this opportunity that you have blessed us to be gathered here together in your precious name. I pray, Lord, that you would move in a mighty, miraculous way for each and every one who has a need, each and every one who is watching today, each and every one who is looking for more information, more revelation, that they may understand you better. And Lord, we're going to give you the praise. Help us to speak line upon line, precept upon precept. Help us to rightly divide the word of truth that we will expound it fully unto the people. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen, amen. Well, the first thing that we see, and I just wanted to pick up on that 144,000. And we talked about this a little bit yesterday. We talked about uh, how that uh, the 144,000 were picked by the Lord 12,000, if you noticed, each one was 12,000 out of each tribe. So you got 12,000 times 12, and that's how you get the 144,000. Now, remember, this is not the church. This is dealing with the tribes of Israel. And sometimes it's hard for us as Gentiles, us as Americans, Uh, to understand how the Lord is going to deal with his people uh, in the end time. Uh, There's different things he's going to be doing with Israel that he's not doing with the church, different things he's going to be taking care of uh, with that nation that he's not going to deal with the church. Why? Because that's his people, his his chosen people, his his, uh, his, uh, people, land his 
his people, if you could just say that. Um, but looking at the, uh, the reason I feel the church is already raptured out by this time is because uh, we are looking at things hereafter, things after the church age. He started out telling the letters to the church, and then he says, here's things that must come hereafter, so after the church. So um, since you, uh, you know, uh, a lot of people got this idea. They say, well, I, I read this book, What to Do If You're Left Behind, How to Survive, How to, how to Live, How to uh, Make Sure That You Make It to Heaven. Um, don't place your hope and your faith in something that people, man, writes talking about how to survive after the rapture of the church because it's not going to do you any good. Now, there are things that are dealt with Israel, as we said, and and what God does with Israel is what he does, and it's his business. Uh, the, you know, the, the clay doesn't tell the potter what to make, right? The clay doesn't speak to the potter and say, oh, make me a fine vessel here. Make me this or make me that. The potter makes the clay into whatever vessel he wants. So when it comes to end-time events, the Lord is going to do what he wants to do with the nation of Israel. And whether you agree with it, disagree with it, whether you accept it or don't accept it, we're starting to see the stage being set. And I wanted to preface our study by always reminding us Revelation is not altogether about future events. The real focus of Revelation is Jesus. If we will focus on Jesus, if we will serve Jesus, then it doesn't matter what comes. If we get raptured out of here, I've had people actually fall out and get get so mad and angry, you just see their blood starting to boil. They get red-faced and red-necked and their ears turn red because they want to argue. I'm not going to argue about the Word of God. I'm just going to explain what I feel uh, the Word is saying. And if I don't know what it's saying uh, and can't back it up by other Scripture, then I'm just going to say this is what the Word says. But we must preface any study in the Word of God to understand that our focus is on Jesus. You know, a lot of people focus on appearance, and appearance is important. A lot of people focus on what you can and can't do, and that's important. But the most important thing that we all have to focus on is Jesus. And the reason I want you to understand that is, is because uh, if you are serving Jesus, if you get raptured out of here, you, you know, you're going to uh, be spared anything uh, terrible. If you have to go through some things down here, you got Jesus. But here's the thing. A lot of people says, well, you know, uh, I'm going to wait until the uh, mark of the beast comes. I'm going to wait till the tribulation happens, great tribulation period. I'm going to wait till I see all of those things, and then I'll start getting ready. Here's the problem with that. When the church is raptured out of here, um, you know, if, if you begin to look in 2 Thessalonians, um, and and maybe I can just bring this up right quick um, and and try to get us uh, a little bit of understanding 
because I, I do want us to um, kind of grab onto this. Second Thessalonians chapter 2, this is not in our notes today, but I do want to um, kind of bring this in. And, and chapter 2 and verse number 7, and uh, it says, For the mystery, let me bring this up on the screen. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until what? He be taken out of the way. Now, since you can't turn to the Lord without conviction, since the Holy Ghost is our comforter and the Holy Ghost is our uh, strength and our teacher and all of these things, when the church is taken out, so is the Holy Ghost, right? That's what this is talking about. This verse right here is saying, simply saying, uh, the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who will now letteth will let. So people that let iniquity work, it's it's going to work. Uh, evil's going to happen. We're seeing evil in the land. We're seeing all sorts of, of destruction and morals you know, going and tanking out and all these things, only those who will let it happen. And then it says, until, now notice this, until he, who is the he? You know, we're living in a a world of pronouns. We're living in a world that people want to be recognized by pronouns. So we have to ask, who is the he? Is he the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of the Lord, until he be taken out of the way? Now, um, when you look at that, what happens when he, whoever he is, and what I feel he is the Spirit of the Lord, the Holy Ghost, the church, once we're taken up out of this earth, there's no more comfort in this earth. There's no, there's nothing holding back evil. And that's what verse number seven was saying. I'm going to back up just one more time to verse number seven, because I want you to just see that. Uh, For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let. So yeah, there's evil. Yeah, there's um, uh, things happening. Why? Because people are letting that happen. But once the church is gone and the church has the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of the Lord, once we are gone, then there's nothing holding evil back. There's nothing holding back what the wicked one, the Antichrist, wants to do. The only thing holding the Antichrist back right now is the church is still here. Yes, we have evil. Yes, we have destruction. Yes, morals are, are going worse and worse, and immorality is just on the rise. But that's only because people are letting the devil work in their life. But once the church is gone, oh, it's going to be a terrible time. Look at look at verse number 8, and I want to, uh, then we'll get back to Revelation. Because this does deal with Revelation. And then shall that wicked be revealed whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy the brightness 
with the brightness of his coming. Who's going to be revealed? That wicked one. Of course, we know that is the the mark of the beast. The 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 devil's going to be revealed as as being the the wicked one. Uh, you know, uh, there's just going to be all sorts of chaos and wickedness that is going to flood the earth after the church is gone. Think of the church as a floodgate. The waters can't flood the city as long as the gate is in place. But once the gate is removed, all the water can flood the city. We have floodgates here in East Kentucky and Southern West Virginia. It's to keep cities and towns from being flooded. They have flood walls, floodgates, but once the gate is gone, then the water can rush in and flood the city. You know, uh, you think about Hurricane Katrina and Louisiana. Uh, as long as the the dikes and the and the ber- we call them berms here in East Kentucky, but as long as those uh, uh, dikes were uh, and levees were in place, those piles of dirt, piles of concrete, different things that they uh, put up so that the water uh, cannot come out and flood the city. Uh, as long as that was in place and intact, everybody was safe. But that particular time, there was a breach in that protection. And once that breach happened, it flooded New Orleans and, and different areas. Took a, took a lot of lives, took a lot of property and a lot of uh, just uh, personal things of people and just washed them away. So that's the way the church is. As long as the church is here, the the devil can't have the rule. Yes, there's going to be times the devil gets to do things because people what let him. Let's get back to verse 7 because it's only those who will let things happen. And only the ones who will let. Yeah, there's evil people going to let it happen. Evil people's going to let evil work. But that's not the great tribulation. That's not when the uh, you know uh, when the church leaves here. You talk about a bad time. That's when the wicked one. Then shall the wicked. Be, that wicked, that wicked, be revealed, whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. So I wanted to um, show you this because you talk about the beast. You talk about uh, the son of perdition. You talk about those uh, references to uh, the Antichrist. Okay. This is what this is talking about. It says, even this, it says, after the, 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 Spirit of the Lord is gone. The church is gone. Then the wicked, that wicked is going to be revealed. Okay. Even him, this tells all about it. Even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all powers and signs and lying wonders. And I think about this because this is so important uh, because he's going to deceive After the church is gone, the devil, the beast, 
the Antichrist, if you will, there'll be no stopping. Right now, the only reason that immorality has not flooded the earth is because the church is still here. That's right. As long as the church is here, the Spirit of the Lord is here. That's right. So when the church gets taken out, this is when all chaos breaks loose. All evil is unleashed. The wicked, the Antichrist, will be revealed. And, and you know, uh, the spirit of Antichrist already works in the land today. There's always those people that's going to be anti-Christ, against Christ. But that's not the one that's going to be revealed in the last day. That can't happen. And I want to stress this. According to Scripture, that cannot happen unless the church is gone. Right? That's right. That's what the Word is telling us. So all of these people that, uh, you know, um, um, talk about, well, I'll just wait till this happens. I'll wait till I see the beast. I'll wait till I see the Antichrist. I'll wait till I see the mark of the beast coming in, and then I'll start serving the Lord. There's a couple things wrong with that. Number one, if you can't serve the Lord now, you're not going to serve the Lord when the mark of the beast comes. Why? Because we got grace. We got mercy. We got the Holy Ghost. We got a comforter. Yeah. So if you're not going to serve the Lord now, don't tell me you're going to wait until chaos breaks out and the church is gone and, and all of this, and you're going, yeah, I'm going to get spiritual then. No, you ain't. If you can't do it now, do you think you can do it then? But when the church is gone, remember, once we got to have part in the first resurrection, right? Why? Because the second resurrection has no power. So don't put all of your eggs in, I'm waiting till I see this. I'm waiting till I see this happen, that happen, and this happen, and then I'll know it's time to get in. I believe a lot of Christian people right now is living on the edge of backsliding and saying, I'm going to live this way until I see these things come to pass, and then I'm going to get real with God. No, you better get real now. Better get real now. So even him whose coming is after the working of Satan with all powers and signs and lying wonders. So I wanted to um, bring that in uh, because I wanted us to... Um, to be able to uh, not only see who this is talking about and and not get wrapped up in saying, well, you know, if there's 144,000 people going to be sealed, then uh, what about all of these all nations uh, after this beheld uh, and lo a great multitude, which no man could number of all nations and kindreds and people and tongues stood before the throne and before the Lamb clothed with white robes and palms in their hands and cried with a loud voice saying, Salvation to our God which sitteth upon the throne and unto the Lamb. And all the angels stood round about the throne and about the elders and the four beasts and fell before the throne on their faces and worshipped God. Now the question comes, during the great tribulation, 
Is anybody going to be saved? That's, that's the great question, and that's the question I feel that Gentile people begin to try to lean on. We, we begin to try to lean on. We say, well, you know, uh, what about this number that can't be numbered and uh, all nations and kindreds and tongues, and all of that, and, and, and they're standing before the throne and they're worshiping God and they're clothed in, in white robes. Well, look at, look at the situation. Look at the situation. These are... People clothed in white robes. Look at that. Clothed in white robes and palms in their hand. And they're praising the Lord. So who are these number that no man could number? Well, just think about this for a moment. If the church is already gone, some people says, well, that's the church. Because, you know, the church is already around the throne and, and all of this. And then some people says, no, that's the, the great tribulation saints, the ones that's going to be saved during the great tribulation. But here's the thing. When the rapture takes place, how many understands that that means that those that go up in the rapture those that are dead in Christ and rise first, then we which are alive and remain are caught up together with them in the air. How many knows that that is the cutoff of the church, what we say we are part of? That's the cutoff. So that there's no, and I want to be very careful to, to uh, pinpoint this for you, is that once the fullness of the Gentiles, of which we are, I am, you are, unless you're a Jew, once that fullness is, is reached, once that rapture takes place, there's no more ability, opportunity to be saved. Why, why would we say, and this is so important, and I see our time is up, and we'll pick up on this uh tomorrow. But why would we tell people you need to be saved today? Today is the day of salvation. Why would we tell people get in serving the Lord and 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 serve him all the days of your life if we could just say, "Oh, well, don't worry about nothing yet because the end time hasn't come." Well, somebody's going to say, "Well, you could die between now and then." Absolutely. But there's more, I feel, that we should not try to say, I'm going to wait, because waiting has caused a many a person to go to hell. Now, I'm not to judge. I'm just going to say, if you're not serving the Lord, as a tree falls, that's how it's going to lay, right? It don't matter. It don't matter what we think about it and what we say about it. The Lord's a judge. I tell people all the time, if he wants to at the end of time, just look and say, okay, everybody can come in. That's his business. But according to his word, he cannot do what I just said because he has forever settled his word in heaven. If you're not right, you won't get up in the first resurrection because there's going to be the judgment seat of Christ that we all have to appear before. 
But then there's going to be the great white throne judgment, which you don't want to stand before. I heard a preacher one time, and again, I got to close. I heard a preacher say, oh, I can't wait till I can stand before the great white throne judgment. And I thought, no, you do not want to stand before the great white throne of judgment. But getting back to our talk about the church being taken out of the way, the Holy Ghost taken out of the way, then that wicked one will be revealed and we cannot place our faith in being saved during the great tribulation period, during the time of the mark of the beast. I've heard people say, oh, well, praise God, I won't take that mark. I'll I'll just uh, uh, not do that. And you know what? The evil that was shown just the other day in Israel of beheading babies in front of their mothers. How many of you can watch your child be beheaded and say, oh, well, praise God, I'm not going to take the mark. Without the Holy Ghost, without the Spirit of God to give you power, that's why we have the Holy Ghost. You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost comes upon you. If you can't resist things now with the power of the Holy Ghost, how are you going to resist when the Holy Ghost is gone? Good question. I'm going to close on that and let you think about that and let you study about that because I do want us to grab on to the Word of God. I want us to understand what it's saying. I want us to be able to realize that the Lord could come at any time, and and we can't just sit around and wait uh, for the Lord uh, you know, to uh, come and then say, oh, well, I'll get ready later. I'll get ready after a while. I'll get ready when I get older. No, get ready now. Does that make sense? I pray that I have spoken some things today that has got you thinking about the coming of the Lord and being ready. I want to be rapture ready. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Lord, we come before your presence. I thank you, Lord, for the study today. I pray that I have rightly divided the word of truth, expounded it fully, line upon line, precept upon precept. Lord, we know that you could come at any time. And we need to be ready because you told us to be ready. To be ready for in such an hour as you think not, you're coming. Help somebody quit leaning upon the mark of the beast and the and the Antichrist being revealed and all those things and say, then I'll get ready. Help somebody who's leaning on that to realize they got to get ready now. Lord, I pray that we have spoken your word, inspired by your spirit, and people are going to draw closer to you. For it's all in the mighty name of Jesus we ask and pray. Amen. My, my, what a study. I am telling you, I am, I am just feeling the Holy Ghost in this study. I just feel that the Lord is helping somebody and, and revealing some things to somebody. Because uh, do we need to know what is coming up on this earth to be saved? No, you, you, just because you don't understand something doesn't mean you, you can't be saved. But 
If you go through the plan of salvation, repentance, baptism in Jesus' name, getting filled with the Holy Ghost evidence of speaking in other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance, you know what? Then you find yourself and you will find yourself in a, um, in, in a position to get out of this world. Because remember, Jesus himself said, for in such an hour as you think not, the Son of Man cometh. Be ye ready. Be ready. Be ready. Why didn't he say just wait until you see all these things and then get ready? Because some things deal with Israel, some things deal with the church, and you better know what is what. That's hopefully what we are doing here. We do have our trivia question up and running, and we want you to uh, be a part of that. So jump right in there on the uh, on the trivia question. Give another name for the comforter, even what we've been studying today. Give another name for the comforter. All you got to do is go to the Facebook page of CAC Daily. Click on the link. It'll take you where you need to go. Don't forget, we will be online tonight at 730 for Pikeville Apostolic Church Midweek Bible Study. Come on out and be with us tonight at 730 online. Everybody have a great day. Enjoy the rest of your day because we are out of here. On behalf of Pastor McKinney and the Congregation of Cornerstone Apostolic Church, we would like to invite you and your family to come and visit with us. We feel that you will enjoy the Spirit-filled atmosphere as we worship the Lord together in spirit and in truth. We have Sunday school classes for all ages, Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. and 11 a.m., and Wednesday evening service at 7 p.m. The adults meet in the main sanctuary, while the youth meet in the CAC Youth Sanctuary. You can also catch our services live by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the live webcast link during our regular and special scheduled services. If you missed a service, you can still watch that service in its entirety by going to cornerstoneapostolic.org and click on the video archives link. Come on out to Cornerstone Apostolic Church and experience the power of Pentecost. We hope to see you in future services.